Hello and welcome to Down the Stretch. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, broadcasting to you from the heart of thoroughbred country in beautiful Versailles, Kentucky. Down the Stretch recaps all of the graded stakes racing action from across the country. And if you're new to the sport or just wondering what graded stakes are, they are the highest level of competition in thoroughbred racing. And they are categorized as a grade one, a grade two, or a grade three race, with grade one being the toughest. The graded stakes races offer the highest purses as well. And this past weekend, December the 7th and 8th, 2019, we had eight graded stakes races. So let's get started. And we'll kick things off with the Los Alamitos Futurity. This is a grade two race going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt with a purse of $200,000. This was for two-year-olds, so these are derby trail possibilities. Just two and a quarter lengths covering the quartet. They're inside the five-eighths pole, and it's high velocity just in front, pressed by thousand words, followed closely by wrecking crew who joins a no-door. The field makes a subtle right-hand bend approaching the bulbous far turn. And it remains a compact display, high velocity with the lead narrowly over thousand words. A no door camping in behind them and wrecking crew on the outside. Not much change in the pattern. Thousand words now serving it up to high velocity. They're a length and a half, a no door with Hernandez seizing an opportunity to guide that runner off the fence. He's within striking distance, but feeling the whip at the top of the lane. He's not going as well as the Baffert front runners. A quarter mile from home, high velocity and thousand words together by a length and a half. A no door is grinding them down on the outside. It's thousand words reaching a narrow lead from high velocity. A no door is still coming on the outside. Three abreast as they come past the eighth pole in the Los Alamitos Futurity and a no door has headed Thousand Words. It's Thousand Words fighting back. Thousand Words a no door coming down to the finish. Well, if a picture is worth a thousand words, this is one stunning picture. Thousand Words edging a no door. They were clear of high velocity and wrecking crew was eased. And so Thousand Words, the 2018 $1 million Keeneland September yearling wins the Los Alamitos Futurity. Bred in Florida by Hardacre Farm, Thousand Words is by Pioneer of the Nile out of the Pomeroy Mayor Pomeroy's Pistol. Owned by Alaba Family Stables LLC and Spendthrift Farm LLC. Trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Flavian Pratt. In two career starts, Thousand Words is finished first both of those times and has earnings of $151,000. And finishing second in this four-horse field was Anodor. This colt's by Medagli Doro, out of the Tappet Mare Walk Close. Bred in Kentucky by Highland Yard, LLC. Owned by Peter Redekop, BC Limited. Trained by Blaine Wright and ridden by Juan Hernandez. In three career starts, Anodor has earnings of $399,000. Anodor Odor was a 2018 Keeneland September Yearling graduate where he RNA'd or did not sell for $170,000. And then in 2019, at the Ocala Breeder Sale, as a two-year-old in training, he sold for $480,000. And finishing third was High Velocity. This colt by Quality Road out of the Dixie Union Mare, Kettle Twist, was bred in Kentucky by Del Ridge Farm, LLC. Owned by Gary and Mary West, trained by Bob Baffert, and ridden by Graydon Van Dyke. 
High velocity was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, where he sold for $350,000. In three career starts, high velocity has earnings of $115,000. Next up at Los Alamitos on December the 7th was the Grade 1 Starlet Stakes. This was for two-year-old fillies going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt with a purse of $300,000. Inside the three-quarters pole, and Bast is being kept honest by Donovaloche. They're a neck apart, a length and a half to KP Dreamin, followed by Roadrunner's Honor on the inside and Gingham splitting fillies at the rear. Less than a half mile to go. They're inside the five-eighths pole, and it's Bast in front by a half-length. Donovaloche running second, followed by Roadrunner's Honor getting closer to them on the fence. Gingham between runners, KP Dreamin out wide, sweeping into the far turn, approaching the three-eighths pole in the starlet. It's Bast from Donovaloche, a length off to KP Dreamin, Roadrunner's Honor. And uh, Gingham splitting runners at the quarter pole, coming towards the top of the stretch. It's Bast just the leader. Bast in front of Donna Veloce, who's been sitting on her doorstep throughout and is really beginning to rattle her latch in upper stretch as they approach the 316s pole. Bast confronted by Donna Veloce. Bast is still the leader. Donna Veloce coming under a left-handed whip. About a half-length back on the outside, it's Bast and Donna Veloce. Donna Veloce levelling up with Bast, who is tigerish on the inside. Bast is best in the starlet. Bast... Three parts of a length, Donna Veloce, eight clear of KP Dreamin, Gingham fourth. And so Bast wires the field in the grade one starlet. This Uncle Mo filly out of the Archmare Lafina was bred in Kentucky by Black Ridge Stables LLC, owned by Bulma Corporation and trained by Bob Baffert, ridden by Drayden Van Dyke in five career starts, Bast has earnings of over $732,000. Four of her five starts have been grade one races. She's finished first in three of those four starts. She finished third in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. Bast was a $200,000 Keeneland November weanling in 2017, and then in the Fazig Tipton August sale in 2018, as a yearling she sold for $500,000. And finishing second was another Uncle Mo two-year-old filly, Donna Veloce, bred in Kentucky by Coin Broker Syndicate out of the Montjuic Mare Coin Broker, owned by Kaleem Shaw, Mrs. John Magnair, Michael Tabor, and Derek Smith, trained by Simon Callahan, and ridden by Flavian Pratt, and three career starts. Donna Veloce has earnings of $430,000. Donna Veloce was a $450,000 2018 Keeneland September yearling. And then in 2019, at the Fazig Tipton March sale, she sold for $800,000. And finishing third in the Starlet Stakes was KP Dreamin, bred in Florida by Vedso Racing Stable, owned by Carl Pagola, and trained by Jeff Mullins, ridden by Ruben Fuentes. In five career starts, KP Dreaming has earnings of just over $132,000. KP Dreaming is by Union Rags out of the point given mayor litigating. And next up at Aqueduct on December the 7th, we had the Go for One handicap. This was a grade three race going a mile on the dirt for three year olds and up, fillies and mares, with a purse of $250,000.
They made the crossover now from the chute to the main track, and Spice Perfection will set the pace here. It's Spice Perfection in front by two lengths, ran the opening quarter, 24 and three-fifth seconds. So Guaro Row in second. Needs supervision, is down at the rail with our supernova on the outside. Then a break of two, back to another broad, and Espresso Shot continues to trail. Spice Perfection in front here by a half length over Saguaro Row. At the half mile pole, Spice Perfection continues to lead. Ran that opening half in 49 seconds. Saguaro Rose in between horses. Our Supernova's on the outside. Then it's Needs Supervision racing in fourth. A break of two. Espresso shot and another broad. Spice Perfection has been in front right from the start, holding on to a narrow lead over Saguaro Row. Our Supernova is on the outside in third, and then needs supervision. Three quarters went in 114. It is Spice Perfection, and Javier Castellano says go in the go for one handicap. Spice Perfection in front now by two. Our Supernova on the outside with Saguaro Row. It is Spice Perfection, and she's looking to take them wire to wire, and she is going to do it. Spice Perfection wins the go for one handicap. Saguaro Row was second. Close for third, our supernova and needs supervision. And going wire to wire in the go for one handicap, Spice Perfection. By Smiling Tiger, out of the pleasantly perfect mare, Perfect Feet, bred in California by Premier Thoroughbreds LLC, owned by Pantafel Stable, Waxtell Stable and Peter Deutsch, trained by Peter Miller, and ridden by Javier Castellano. In 20 career starts, Spice Perfection now has earnings of just over $1.2 million. She's run six times in 2019, finishing first three of those times and once second. So Spice Perfection was a $6,500 2016 Barrett's uh, yearling. Then, as a two-year-old in training at the Barrett's sell in March of 2017, she sold for $50,000. This year... In November, at the Keeneland Breeding Stock Sale, the bidding went as high as $1.3 million for her. But it was an RNA, which means she did not sell, because the ownership had the reserve price set somewhere higher than $1.3 million. It's a lot of fun for the sport to see horses like this that are sold as yearlings for a nominal fee, $6,500, and then they end up earning well over a million dollars. Congratulations to the connections. And finishing second was Cigarro Row by Union Rags out of the Indian Charlie Mare, Charlie Girl, bred in Kentucky by Mark Breen, owned by Newtown Anner Stud and Mark Breen, trained by Michael Stidham and ridden by Joel Rosario. In 12 career starts, Cigarro Row has earned over $264,000. And running third was Our Supernova. Four-year-old filly by Boys at Toscanova out of the Crimson Guard Mare White Wedding Day. Bred in New York by Tracy Egan. Owned by Michael Foster, Charlton Baker, and Lauren Lynn. Trained by Charlton Baker and ridden by Junior Alvarado. Our Supernova has 20 career starts with earnings of just over $340,000. And next at Aqueduct on December the 7th, we had the Demoiselle Stakes. This was a grade two race going a mile and an eighth on the dirt for two-year-old fillies with a purse of $250,000.
On the inside, it is Glass Ceiling, who's racing in third, with Blame Debbie alongside, next in fourth. Then at the rail, it is Maydeen in fifth, about five lengths off the lead. Miss Marissa is alongside in sixth, and it's Hara in seventh, followed by Water White. Alondra is back running in ninth, and it's four lengths to the trailer, Daphne Moon in 10th. They're midway up the back stretch, and it is Lake Avenue in front here by a little more than a length. Critical value runs in second. On the inside is Long Shot Glass Ceiling, who's next in third. And then we have Blame Debbie next in fourth. The opening half mile was running 50 and three-fifth seconds. Miss Marissa in the clear on the outside in fifth. Maydeen and Water White are right together. Then it's Hara, who's on the extreme outside. Alondra at the back, along with Daphne Moon. They're all chasing Lake Avenue, who leads here by a length and a half. Critical value is in second. And then it's Blame Debbie next in third. Three quarters win at 115 and four. Glass ceilings down on the inside in fourth. Then comes May Dean and Water White, followed by Miss Marissa and Hara. The field is in the stretch in the Demoiselle, and it is still Lake Avenue on top. Lake Avenue by three lengths. Critical value is all out in second, but Lake Avenue has something left here. She's opened up a four-length lead, and it's going to be Lake Avenue to win the Demoiselle in front-running fashion. Maydine came on to get second. Then it was Blame Debbie and Critical Value. And winning the Demoiselle Stakes was Lake Avenue. This two-year-old filly by Tappet out of the street cry mare 7th Street, was bred in Kentucky by Godolphin, owned by Godolphin, trained by Bill Mott, and ridden by Junior Alvarado. In three starts, she's got earnings of $191,000. Never been out of the money. She's got two firsts and one second. And finishing second was May Dean, another Tappet filly out of the Archmare Summer Solo, bred in Kentucky by Payson Stud and owned by Cortland Farms, trained by Mark Henning, and ridden by Luis Saez. In four career starts, she's got earnings of just over $178,000. And she was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, where she sold for $450,000. And running third was Blame Debbie, two-year-old filly by Blame, out of the Invasor Mare Jadwa, bred in Kentucky by Tim Thornton and Tony Holmes, owned by Eclipse Thoroughbred Partners, Michael P. Clunan and Timothy Thornton, trained by Graham Motion and ridden by Javier Castellano. In three starts, Blame Debbie has earnings of just over $79,000. And Blame Debbie was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, where she sold for $65,000. Then next up at Aqueduct on December the 7th was the Grade 2 Remsen Stakes, going a mile and an eighth on the dirt for two-year-olds with a purse of $250,000. Now Shotsky ranging up on the outside to challenge. So it's Shotsky and Chase Tracker. One-two into the clubhouse turn. Forza Dioro is down at the rail as they race around that turn, head for the back stretch. Prince James has moved up into third. And Informative is next in fourth. Forza Dioro runs in fifth. It's almost three lengths. Back to Cleon Jones in sixth. Aja Weed on the outside in seventh. At the back of the pack are Amens and Alpha 66. Opening quarter 24 and one-fifth seconds. And it is Shotsky in front here. Shotsky in front, three-quarters of a length. Prince James on the outside in second. 
that it is the trio of informative Forza Oro and Chase Tracker down at the rail. Two and a half lengths to Aja Weed. Amends is on the outside, then Alpha 66 and Cleon Jones. The half was run in 50 seconds. And now there's a half mile to the finish. And it is Shotsky still in front, three quarters of a length. Prince James runs in second. Forza Oro is in between horses. Chase Tracker is down at the rail. Informative is on the outside. Now it's four lengths. Back to Aja Weed, Cleon Jones, Alpha 66, and Amends is the trailer. Midway on the turn, Shotsky still in front. Prince James in second. Informative, big long shot on the outside in third. Then Chase Tracker. Aja Weed begins to pick it up just a bit. Then Forza Oro. There's a quarter of a mile to the finish. And Shotsky has the lead. Shotsky gets clear now. It's Shotsky in front by four lengths. Aja Weed has moved into second. Then it's Informative and Chase Tracker as they pass the eighth pole. It's Shotsky with a three-length lead. Aja Weed driving in second. Shotsky trying to in there for another hundred yards, and Shotsky has won the Remsen three quarters of a length over Aja Weed. Chase Tracker was third and informative, finished fourth. And winning the grade two Remsen stakes was Shotsky, bred in Kentucky by Springfield Farm and Prime Bloodstock LLC, owned by Waxdale Stable, Gary Barber, Pantafel Stable, and Mike Carty. Trained by Jeremiah O'Dwyer and written by Luis Saez, Shotsky is by Blame out of the bluegrass cat mare, She-Cat. In four starts, Shotsky now has earnings of just over $167,000. Shotsky, I'm sure, will be on the Derby Trail. And Shotsky was a 2018 Fazig Tipton Fall yearling where he sold for $25,000. And running second was Aja Weed. I think if the race had gone a little longer, this horse would have won. Aja Weed is by Curlin out of the Daher Mare Ashia, bred in Kentucky by Shadwell Farm and owned by Shadwell, trained by Kieran McLaughlin and ridden by Joel Rosario. Aja Weed has four career starts and earnings of just over $119,000. And running third in the Remsen was Chase Tracker. Kentucky bred by Verrazano out of the Lemon Drop Kid Mare Nutmeg. Bred by Marcuse Thoroughbreds Incorporated and owned by St. Elias Stables. Trained by Todd Pletcher and ridden by Javier Castellano. In three career starts, Chase Tracker has earnings of $93,000. Chase Tracker was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling where he sold for $67,000. And next up was the marquee event of the day at Aqueduct was the Cigar Handicap Grade 1 race going a mile on the dirt for three-year-olds and up with a purse of $750,000. This race featured some very nice three-year-old horses including Maximum Security and Spun to Run. All in line for the Cigar Mile and they're off. And Maximum Security and Spun to Run come right out of there and go out for the lead. Maximum Security, Spun to Run, is in between horses. And on the outside, looking at Bikinis, is up close in third. It's two and a half lengths to Pat on the back. Next in fourth, Nicodemus runs in between horses in fifth. Bal Harbor's down on the inside in sixth. 
On the far outside is True Timber next in seventh. Network Effect is running in eighth. Then it's Forewarned in ninth, followed by Whitmore at the rail in tenth. And Tale of Silence is the trailer in eleventh. The opening quarter mile was running 22 and four-fifth seconds. And it's Maximum Security leading here by a neck. Spun to run right there on the outside in second. Val Harbor looking to advance at the rail in third. Then it's looking at Bikinis and Pat on the back, followed by Nicodemus. True Timber on the far outside. Then we come back to Whitmore, forewarned, followed by Network Effect. And look at Silence is at the uh, back of the pack. As the field goes around the far turn, the half was running 46 seconds. It's still maximum security and spun to run. 1-2 as they come for the top of the stretch. Looking at Bikinis is third. And on the inside, Bal Harbor is fourth. Three quarters went in 1-11. And they're in the stretch. Maximum security has a two-length lead over spun to run. Now maximum security opens up in front by three. Spun to run in second. True Timber on the outside in third. And Maximum Security is going to put the exclamation point on his three-year-old season. He smoked them in the cigar mile. Maximum Security over Spun to Run, then True Timber and looking at bikinis. And Maximum Security just wore down the field. They could not touch him. This three-year-old colt by New Year's Day out of the Anasheed Mayor Little Indy was... Bred and owned by Gary and Mary West, Kentucky. Trained by Jason Service and ridden by Luis Saez. Maximum Security has nine career starts and earnings of over $1.8 million. Maximum Security has run really well. Um, as you may know, he was placed 17th in the Kentucky Derby after winning the Derby, but disqualified by the stewards after an objection filed by the jockeys for an interference when he abruptly changed lanes, moving into the path of another horse. He's run first in all of his other races except one. The only race where he finished second was this year in the TVG.com Pegasus Stakes, where King for a Day just outran him. The maximum security earned a 121 Equibase speed figure for his win in the Cigar Mile. And if you look at his race record and who he's beat and what he's done, you can't help but wonder if... The Kentucky Derby had not been ruled a disqualification, and he had placed first. Could he have potentially won the Triple Crown? Is he that good of a three-year-old? Possibly. I think so. A finishing second in the Cigar Mile handicap was Spun to Run, bred in Kentucky by Savannah Farm, owned by Robert Donaldson and trained by Juan Guerrero, ridden by Aratertes Jr., Spun to Run is by Hard Spun out of the Grand Slam Mare Yawkey Way. In 12 career starts, he's got earnings of over $1.1 million, including the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile in November of this year. Spun to Run sold for $64,000 as a two-year-old in training at the 2018 Fazic Tipton Mid-Atlantic Sale. And finishing third was a five-year-old True Timber by Mineshaft out of the Tisnow Mare Queens Wood, bred in Kentucky by Mr. and Mrs. Mark C. Farrell, owned by Calumet Farm, trained by Kier McLaughlin and ridden by Joe Bravo. In 22 career starts, True Timber has earnings of over $950,000. True Timber was a 2014 Keeneland November sales graduate where he sold for $170,000. 
And next up at Los Alamitos on December the 8th was the Grade 3 Bayacoa Stakes. This was going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for three-year-old fillies and up with a purse of $100,000. Ready for the Bayacoa. Racing. And a beautiful dispatch. Kim K begins briskly from the outside stall. Arctic Roll being made some use of by Espinosa. Kicks along the inside and will run to the front. It's Arctic Roll by one length with a lap to travel from Lady Subi. Kim K sits third on the outside of Mongolian humour. Zusha next to last. Some five or six lengths off the early pace and the trailer is Queen BTU. Rounding the first turn, an Arctic Roll sets a brisk pace. Length, about a length and a half in the front onto the back stretch from Lady Sue B with one length to Kim K third. Zusha moving up fourth around to Mongolian Humor. And at the rear, Queen B to you. They're covered by eight lengths, five eighths from home. And Arctic Roll is the front runner by a length and a half from Lady Sue B with a similar margin to Kim K. Queen BDU taking off with a mid-race move around the outside to fourth, moving past Zusha and Mongolian Humor on the inside. Queen BDU suddenly up within three lengths of the lead. Into the far turn in the Bayakoa. Lady Sue B is the first to take a run at the early pace setter. Arctic Roll. Kim K looming forward. So too is Queen BDU. Zusha one off the rail within two lengths of the lead. Mongolian Humor has lost touch with them. At the top of the lane, many hopes. It's Lady Sue B confronted by Queen B to you who sustains a long searching run around the outside. Kim K peeling across her heels is starting to come on well but Queen B to you strikes the lead with an eighth of a mile left to go. Queen B to you clear of Lady Sue B. Then Kim K who flattens out passed by Zusha. 16th left to go. Queen B to you who upset males here in the Batrando. Takes the grade two by a co-op. Queen B to you by three second Maybe Zusha, a lip to Lady Sue B, clear of Kim K. And so taking the grade three by Akoa Stakes was Queen B to you. California bred, bred by Tommy Town Thoroughbreds LLC, owned by Christopher St. Hilaire and Adam Valley. Trained by Andrew Lerner, ridden by Ruben Fuentes. Queen B to you is by Old Topper out of the Touch Gold Mare Silk Queen. In 32 career starts, she has earnings of just over $538,000. And earning second in the Bayacoa Stakes was Zusha. Bred in Kentucky by Clear Sky Farms, Zusha is by Congrats out of the Stormcat Mare ICT. Owned by Raphael Steinbruch, trained by Gary Mandela and ridden by Tiago Pereira. Zusha has 17 career starts with earnings of just over $162,000. And Zusha was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, where she RNA'd for $42,000. And finishing third was Lady Subi, bred in Kentucky by Claiborne Farm. Lady Subi is by First Defense, out of the Touch Gold Mare Free Roll. Owned by Heronis Racing, LLC. Trained by John Sadler and ridden by Tyler Bays. Lady Subi has 18 career starts and earnings of just over $311,000. Lady Subi was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling sales graduate where she sold for $85,000. Then, in the 2018 Keeneland November breeding stock sale, she sold for $230,000. 
And rounding out the graded stakes action for the weekend of December 7th and 8th, 2019, we had the Fall Highweight Handicap. This was a grade three, six furlong race on the dirt for three-year-olds and up with a purse of $200,000. Racing at Aqueduct. Fall Highway strike power between horses goes right to the lead. The big favorite recruiting ready is second. Happy Farm moves up in third in front of Wonderful Light. About a length and a half back to see this quick. The trailer by a long way is no distortion. Strike power blazing away on the front end. He has Happy Farm to his outside. Recruiting ready's down at the rail. See this quick through a quarter and a fast 22 and 2. Recruiting Ready's fourth, Wonderful Light's fifth, still a long way back to no distortion as the field makes their way around the far term. Happy Farm has made the lead. Jorge Vargas is looking around for competition. Here comes See This Quick. Recruiting Ready behind horses. Strike power at the rail. Wonderful Light has him surrounded. No distortion still last. Happy Farm, he's in front by a length and a half. Recruiting Ready comes off the heels and makes his round up. Wonderful Light down the center. Happy Farm, he's trying to hold on. Wonderful lights coming on the outside. Recruiting ready between horses. Happy Farms on the lead. On the outside's Wonderful Light. Recruiting ready between. Happy Farms almost home. Wonderful Light. Not today. Recruiting ready. Today for Happy Farm. He won by three quarters of a length. He held off Wonderful Light. Recruiting ready was third. See this quick was fourth. Final time for the Fall Highway was 111 and four. What a great race call there at Aqueduct by John Embriali. Really enjoyed that. And winning the race was Happy Farm, bred in Florida by Russell Wood Farms Incorporated, owned by M&A Racing Limited, trained by Jason Service, and ridden by Jorge Vargas. Happy Farm is a five-year-old gelding by Ghost Zapper out of the Holy Bull Mare Gospel Girl. In 19 starts, Happy Farm has earnings of just over $398,000. And as the finish line drew closer, it looked like Wonderful Light might surpass Happy Farm. But Happy Farm said nope and pulled away again, would not let him pass. And finishing second was Wonderful Light. Bred in Kentucky by Samantha Siegel, owned by JMS Stables. Trained by Michelle Nevin and ridden by Joel Rosario, Wonderful Light is by Tis Wonderful, out of the Malibu Moon Mare by the Light. In 13 career starts, Wonderful Light has earnings of just over $297,000. And finishing third was a really nice colt by Algorithms named Recruiting Ready out of the Strong Hope Mare Need. This five-year-old was bred in Kentucky by Claiborne Farm, owned by Sagamore Farm, LLC, trained by Stanley Huff and ridden by Tyler Gaffleon. In 26 career starts, Recruiting Ready now has earnings of over $823,000. He comes ready to run in every race. Recruiting Ready was a 2015 Keeneland September Yearling Sales graduate, where he sold for $110,000. And in a Fazig Tipton two-year-old in training sale, in March of 2016, he RNA'd for $240,000. And there you have the Graded Stakes Racing Recap for the weekend of December the 7th and 8th, 
2019. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, and I hope that your horses carry the lead all the way to the finish line when they come running down the stretch. See you next time.